Good, 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 good morning, everybody. Trying to use less of that. It's almost gone. It feels empty, and I just want to start using my other stuff. I already got those. I don't know if anybody noticed, but on the back of my board, I misspelled pineapple. I am the worst speller. If I don't have spell check or a dictionary, yeah, I misspell everything. Um, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I just misspell, and that's one of my weaknesses. Um, so you guys, yesterday, um, yesterday was such a beautiful day. I gave out cookies. Um, it just felt really good. I made more cookies. Like I gave out already some this morning. I got some more I got to give out later. And I have another batch chilling in the fridge, you guys. I'm so excited. Um, what else? What else? I suddenly have a mind blank. Wow. You guys, there's just not enough time in the day for me anymore. Like, I feel like this week has been, God has been having me make choices on what is priority in my life. <clears throat> what is most important to me? And I have so much being put on my plate that I'm having to actually evaluate my life and decide what is more important. I don't have, like, there's just not enough time in the day to do everything I need to do. Yesterday, I actually missed doing um, a TikTok video and I was just like, I should have just did it at work. And I didn't because I didn't have my verse book. And I was like, oh, you know, not today. Like, I love what I do. So I was just like, dang, like that affects me. But it just seems like God's just crunching my time up a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller. And last night I was like, it was, gosh, 11, 30, 12 o'clock again before I got to bed. And I was like, God, I just don't think I, I can't. I don't think I can do it. He goes, oh yeah, you can. Just keep on. You have to make choices, the right choices. And then on top of it, I've been drinking a gallon and a half of water every day. And just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And that's making me feel like super floaty. Um, and then also there's some things that God is challenging me to address at work. Um, one of them in particular, I'll take this personal thing, was we decided to move to change our antibacterial cleaner, right? Now, mind you, we used to have the option of using pine saw, which is very low <clears throat> toxin for me. Like anything that has a lot of al alcohol and extreme chemicals in it, it will burn my nose and it will close my esophagus um hot 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 hot, hot. and i want it so bad i want to drink it so bad and it's so hot mm. um so i was using this new chemical for the first time yesterday um and that happened um it didn't feel good. It caused me a severe headache as well. And I'm in the juncture where God's like, are you just going to let things be and go against what you know deep down you want to say? Or are you going to rise up and say something, but in the way that helps it grow? Now, you guys, here's the thing about this is 
I can't just come in guns blazing going, this cleaner sucks, like it causes me a lot of problems. No, I have to go in there, you know, in a very articulate way in compassion and understanding and go, okay, so I had the opportunity to use this cleaner yesterday and I'm practicing you guys because I've been practicing since yesterday. Like I'm just going to say it today. Um, it caused this in me. Um, I can no longer use this product and I do believe that this company should offer a um, more natural safe cleaner for employees such as myself for now in the future. So um, what can we do to address this? And that's how I'm going to say it. I'm not going to go in like attacking people and being all negative. I have to address it in a way that people actually stop and critically think that, yeah, maybe, maybe we do need to have a healthier alternative because you guys, I don't know if you really realize a lot of our cleaning chemicals are really bad for us. They deteriorate the skin on your fingers. Um, because of all the chemicals in it like it'll take off the tips of your fingers it also will chemically burn as you breathe in many people don't notice this because they're smokers because they're drinkers because they have toxic behaviors already so they don't notice that there's an added toxin going in them to them it's just you know mm. and a lot of my co-workers they smoke they have toxic habits so for them it's not an issue but for me, where I don't have chemicals in my home, it is an issue. Oh, that's so good, you guys. So, today's daily bread, you guys. And it's going to be short. Um, for me, that's sad. I have so much to talk about. But tomorrow, listen, tomorrow is my day off. And I'm so excited because I get to do a review on some stuff I got in the mail. And I've been waiting to open it. I was going to open it today. And God's like, choices, Christine. You've only got so much time. You know, I had to pass out cookies this morning. A lot of things just slowed me down. And that's all right. It's all God's perfect timing teaching me something. So you guys, today's daily bread is called fixing elevators. God's like, no, I want you to use purple. For real, God chooses the color every morning that I write the verse in you guys. Today, he wants purple, which is the color of Jesus. It's from Leviticus. Leviticus 19, 18. Ooh. Okay, Leviticus 19, 18. Love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Ooh, super fuzzy. You guys, this is such an important verse, and it goes back as well. Oh, I might write this one on the board. To 1 John. There it is. I love having knowledge of the Bible, you guys. It just excites me. 1 John 4.20. This is why I remember it. I know. Ha ha. Okay. Um, 1 John 420. Yes, most of us knows what that means. That's why it makes it easy to remember. Okay. In 1 John 420, it says, 
If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. So you guys, God, because God created us, a piece of God resides in each and every single person. So you should love your neighbor. If you don't, then you don't love God. That's just no matter what. And you guys, I live in low income housing. I'm going to tell you, I see all walks of life in this, like in my little village here. There's a different, there's a different type of person in every unit. And you know what? They're all valuable because I can see, you know, when you love them, they love you back. It's so beautiful. But if you're a nasty, negative neighbor, they can be nasty back. You give respect to get respect. You give love to get love. Just as I said yesterday, be the one to give and see if it doesn't change your perspective. Be the one to give. Be the change. Don't wait for others to do it for you or you're going to be waiting forever. Be the change. That's what I was. So the story is fixing elevators and it goes, Sarah has a rare condition that causes her joints to dislocate, making her reliant on an electric wheelchair to get around. On her way to a meeting recently, Sarah rode her wheelchair to the train station but found the elevator broken. Again, with no way of getting to the platform, she was told to take a taxi to another station 40 minutes away. The taxi was called but never arrived. Sarah gave up and went home. Fortunately, this is a regular occurrence for Sarah. Broken elevators stop her from boarding the trains. Forgotten ramps leave her unable to get off them. Sometimes Sarah is treated as a nuisance by the rail staff for needing assistance. She often closed to tears. Out of many biblical laws governing human relationships, love your neighbor as yourself is the key. This is so sad, you guys, that, you know, people, there are people that just treat others like they're a nuisance because they're too selfish in their own busy life um, to step outside of themselves and think of others. That's why I say, be the change. Do something for somebody else first. Don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. In Sarah's case, those who fix elevators and drag out ramps aren't doing insec- um, <clears throat> Oh wait, let me backtrack you guys. And while this love stops us from lying, stealing, and abusing others, it also changes how we work. Employees must be treated fairly. We should all be generous to the poor. In Sarah's case, those who fix elevators and drag out ramps aren't doing inconsequential tasks but offering important service to others like you're helping them get by in life what a beautiful thing um if we treat work as just it means to a wage or other personal benefits we soon treat others as annoyances oh god why would you touch up on this today if we treat our jobs as opportunities to love then the most everyday task becomes a holy enterprise. Why do you think we can become annoyed at someone needing extra assistance? How can you turn your job into a channel of love today? Father, a job is never just a job, but you, but to you an opportunity to love and for you to serve others. Help me see your work as an opportunity to benefit others today. Okay, you guys, I'm going to try to do this in 10 minutes. Okay, you guys, I used to work a job where I was there for the paycheck, when I was there for the money. I was serving money. Money was my master. Um, I became enslaved 
to being the best. It was toxic for me. Um, so when somebody didn't do something that um, benefited me or what, how did I put it yesterday? I was praised for getting results. Okay. That's what it was. I worked a job where I got things done. I had results. Things ran smoothly. Um, you know, my boss could rely on me. That was all, that's always been something I've been very like, there's just some characteristics I've carried my whole life. But I realized there was one day reflecting on myself. I worked my job to get results. And those who didn't fall in line, um, like they weren't, like it was irritating. I got irritated by it. There was one point where I really started realizing I was wrong in my thinking because I started searching how to become a better leader, you guys. I, I wanted to become a better leader at my job. I didn't like something. There was something missing and I didn't realize it was myself. So in searching to become a better leader, you guys, this is real. I was searching these things. I searched for these particular words. How can I make somebody do something at my job? I searched for those particular words. And in searching that, it said, you're wrong for trying to do that to another person. And it really sent me in um, a positive direction to realize the way I was getting results was wrong. Um, and that I needed to just love people for who they were and we're all imperfect. Now take this, my job now, for instance, see how beautifully God flows through things like this has been on my mind since yesterday, because let me tell you, I had a reaction to these chemicals that I will never use it again. I can never use it again. It just affected me that bad. And if I use it again, I'm going to like, I'm going to chuck it at somebody. That's how, um, frustrated I was, but I wasn't frustrated at anybody. When it says here, why do you um, think we become annoyed at people? I wasn't annoyed at people. I'm annoyed because I haven't found the right way to properly say what I want to say. And I haven't addressed it yet. But this morning when we sit around at the big table, I am going to address it. And I will no longer have this irritation within me. Like it will be out it will be handled and God will make a way. They will either provide me a safer alternative or they will have to fire me. That's what it comes down to you guys. So I just wanna lay that out in my critically thinking. I'm asking, this, I'm answering this question. Why do you think we become annoyed at someone needing extra assistance or I just become annoyed at people in general. It's we're never annoyed at another person. See, we're annoyed at ourselves because we don't want to do, we're selfish. Our flesh is selfish and our soul isn't. So when the flesh is wanting to be selfish and your soul is asking you to do the right thing, you're causing that resistance that I've been talking about. And that's why we get annoyed. We're not annoyed at the other person. We're annoyed at ourselves. Let me say this again. Why do you think we become annoyed at someone needing extra assistance? Why? Because your flesh wants to be selfish and do its own way. And your soul wants you to do the right thing. And those are two separate purposes. And when you pull yourself in two separate purposes and your flesh is wrong, it causes resistance like this and you become irritated. But instead of addressing 
that you're angry at yourself, you blame the person in front of you because it's easier to blame somebody than it is to address the problem and make the changes to fix it. Why can I say that? Because I've had to change. I've had to address those issues. And change was hard, you guys. It knocked me on my butt so many times in tears, so many times in pain. Like, to change means you have to go through some pain of letting things go. And people don't want to do that. People want their comforts. They want their selfish comforts. I want to sit here and eat all this cookie dough myself. I want to make as much money as I can and protect myself. I don't want to give out into the world. I don't want to share my time. I want to take this time right here and make myself look pretty so I can go out in the world and let other people validate me by how good I look. You guys, those are true things. Ooh, I'm really laying in on one today. So you guys, when we are annoyed at other people, it's never other people. We're annoyed at ourselves. And if you can't admit that, I'm going to look you straight in the eye. You who's ever watching this, if you can sit there and say, I'm annoyed and it's that person's fault, then you really have to check yourself. Your ego has gotten so big. You cannot see that you are the problem. Whenever there's a problem in your life, it always comes down to self, okay? My father is not a good man. When he called me this spring, I became very upset and very distraught. And you know what? It wasn't even his fault. You know why? It was my fault because I hadn't addressed the things I needed to address to um, move forward in my life. I was still hanging on to resentment within myself because I couldn't stand up and speak out against the things that he made me feel. I couldn't tell him the way you treat me makes me feel like this. I was too scared. So instead of standing up and saying those words in the correct way, you guys, you don't go guns blazing, tearing people down. We don't tear down, um, you don't tear somebody's character down, okay? You discuss behavior. With my father, it was the way you treat me, when you treat me like this, it makes me feel like this, okay? And I was in, a, I had to come to a very calm state to address this. But I was so angry at myself because I couldn't say the words. I was being a coward. But in actually at the time, I started to address it. But a year before, I wanted to blame my father. When he called me in jail and I was bawling, I blamed him. How could my father talk to me like this? He could talk to me like that because I allowed it. It was my fault. Everything in your life is your fault, good and bad. That's just that's the reality of it, you guys. And I think that you have to start looking at that. Everything in your life is your fault. Your life is a series of all your choices accumulated. Your life is your choices. Your choices got you where you're at today. So if you don't like where you're sitting, then you need to make different choices. There's nobody else's fault but your own. So take control of your life, you guys. And the challenge for today, wow, that just about like, I don't know where a lot of that came from. That was pretty fast that came out of me. I'm not even sorry. A lot of people need to admit this or admit this to themselves. Just take accountability. 
and some people just can't stand it. I had a girl call me some names about a month ago because she couldn't admit that she was lying to my face. She didn't need to, but yet I was the bad guy and I knew it wasn't and it didn't cut me down. The thing was, she couldn't stand herself because now she had been called out on her lies and she couldn't stand the fact that she finally got caught and she didn't know how to address it. She just hated herself. But instead of addressing it within herself, it was easier to blame me because my truth made her upset because now light was brought to the darkness. Mm, you guys. So your challenge for today, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about, um, think about when you knew you should have done the right thing and you did the selfish thing and you put yourself first and you put somebody else last and you didn't even think about how it affected them. And I want you to think about that now. Our behavior affects others, you guys, whether you believe it or not. My behavior affects everybody in my life. It affects people I don't even know. So I want you to really think about that. And there's two sides to this. I want you to think about when you came at this juncture and you did a selfish thing. I've told you about self, I just told you about my job. Those aren't easy to admit. I was a very, I was a very, like, I, I don't even like me back then. I couldn't believe I was validated. You guys, people validated that behavior. Why? Because I got results. Isn't that sad? That's the world we live in, you guys. I was rewarded for that behavior within my job. People loved me because I got results and I had that attitude. I had that entitled attitude that Mm, you can't touch me because I'm that good, but it was in the wrong way you guys So I'm sharing with you. I'm not perfect And I'm not scared to admit I was that person Because you need to know where I came from to see what it took to get to where I'm at today I knew you were gonna peek your head out the window. <laughs> just run to the bathroom. <laughs> I love my kid. She just like peeks her eyeball around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys, my children, greatest part of me. You guys, I want you to think about that, okay? Gotta get serious now, gotta get serious. Um, Think about that. Think about when you knew you should have done the right thing and you did the selfish thing, but I want you to evaluate how it may affect that other person. And then I want you to think how you could have handled it differently because in order for you to grow you have to look at those Look at those situations in your life You have to evaluate them and you have to think about how you can change and that's where change begins you guys I love you. God bless. Have a happy Friday. What's today the 18th? Oh my gosh, you guys. It's so exciting like I'm so excited tomorrow. I might actually get to take a nap mm, That's that's exciting for me Okay, so you guys, you got the verses up here. I love you. Have a happy Friday and God bless.